From the Conquer Risk Podcast, this is Industry Gossip with Potomac. Welcome to Industry Gossip. My name is Manish Kata with CMO Christopher Norton, fresh from our New Orleans employee retreat where Christopher danced on stage. I thought we weren't going to talk about that publicly. We are, however, opening with a big one. The Oracle of Omaha, and no, I'm not talking about the old man, Eric Clark has announced his retirement. Underrated or overrated? This is very underrated, and I want to take a second here because there's a, there's a lot of history. Uh, Potomac actually signed up with Orion in 2006. Uh, I later found out that we were uh, client number four, so uh, tons of history, and we, we go way back. At the time, there were two dominant, quote-unquote, portfolio accounting firms, Advent and Portfolio Center with Schwab. Both of those were, you were tied to your desktop, number one, and they were either ridiculously priced or just didn't fit the need for most RAs, especially TAMPs, when it came to billing and solicitor relationships. And so Orion, you know, because they were born out of a similar company and born out of an RIA, they were frankly a trailblazer in this field. There's a lot of fintech companies that come and go. They get bought by PE. They get spit out or closed down. Orion was the first cloud-based portfolio accounting tool for financial advisors and RIAs. And it's been led by Eric since it got launched. And so, you know, first and foremost, congratulations to him for the company he's built. I think the industry is going to miss, you know, his, 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 spot in this industry as as a trailblazer and and i think we're, we're all going to we're all going to miss that and so uh, i think this is underrated news we'll see what happens uh, things are going to change uh, I, I think the the pe folks are going to come in we'll see how heavy-handed they are uh but either way i think this is underrated and and he'll be missed i think things are going to change is probably the biggest headline for the industry and for ryan itself And I will say personally, I obviously worked with Eric for a number of years and wish him nothing but the best. But personally, when you get to that place in your career where your colleagues start retiring, it not only makes me feel old, I feel old. All right, so three Joe Duran acolytes have started not United Capital 2.0 without him. Promise no bad blood with their ex-leader and won't rule out his future involvement. Underrated or overrated? I had to Google Acolyte. Uh, This is very overrated. And this is a first for me. uh, A firm raising $200 without any assets. Essentially, this PE firm, uh, Crestview Capital, I think, uh, is coming in, handing these guys... uh, $200 $200 million to go out and purchase firms. Now, the the, the experts in the article claim that they're going to buy $8 billion worth of uh, RIAs. I think they're going to leave a little bit more cash personally. But the point is, I, this is it's kind of shocking that this even exists. Why would you go after a firm that has no infrastructure whatsoever and invest in them to go buy firms? Second part of this, what was interesting is they said that they were going to adopt the infrastructure of the first firm that they purchased which was going to be uh, portfolio accounting from Orion, Salesforce, and then Right Capital and Money Guy Pro for financial planning. So essentially, they're buying a firm and then will use that as an infrastructure to go sell to other firms that they know what they're doing. Uh, it's This is a very strange 
article. I, I was kind of taken back that this even exists. But look, I guess there's always someone with a checkbook. So these these news uh, items will always pop up. My only real issue with this is if these people are getting back together to start another company, why would you not call it Duran Duran? It was right there. <laughs> All right, Investnet has announced they will roll out RIA custody by 2024, disputing Bernie Clark's lean Schwab profit math by boldly predicting 15 basis point margins. Underrated or overrated? I think this is underrated. We had talked about this in a previous episode of Industry Gossip, where this seems to be a natural progression for Investnet and, and really large TAMs. You're seeing this weird phenomena take place where, where these companies are starting to morph into the same thing. Custodians are making TAMP software. TAMP software is going after custodians. Broker-dealers might do a little bit of both. And so it, it's it's like the Spider-Man meme at this point where everyone is pointing at each other trying to go after each other's revenue. And so I'm not surprised by this. I think that uh, in, in some cases, the BD clearing firms like Pershing and NFS should be a little bit worried. But at the same time, the real question is, if you're an advisor with, let's say, Cetera and you're on InvestNet and you're with Pershing, why would you move to another custodian but still stay at the same place? Like, what is actually going to be the carrot? Are they going to incentivize? Uh, what's the SEC going to think if you're moving custodians just because someone's giving you an extra couple of basis points? I don't know how this is all going to play out and how they're actually going to get people to use FNZ. But I think it's very smart of them, since they can't really launch their own custodian. Uh, they can, but it's going to be a lot of work to partner, split revenues with them, and and continually drive business uh, to that, that shop. Uh, I think it's underrated. I think it's something that's going to be big in our industry, and other firms like Orion might follow suit in terms of getting into custody. We'll see. It'll definitely be interesting over the next couple of years. My favorite quote from the article was Bernie Clark saying Investnet is going to be in the custody business. It's really hard to be in the custody business. Are we are we resorting to scaring people away because things are hard? I guess so. So next up, InvestCloud CEO John Wise and his management team have been ousted after VC investors grew impatient for long promised deliverables that were always just over the rainbow. Underrated or overrated? This is overrated, and here's why. This is a classic example of a firm backed by a lot of private equity that goes out and buys all these different parts and has no idea how to put them together. Secondly, actually has no idea how this business runs. They were dubbed in this article the InvestNet Killer. Let me tell you something. You're not killing InvestNet unless you have distribution and BD agreements. They had none of this, so they decided to go out and put all these parts together that don't mix well, and then the PE gets mad when the existing C-suite members can't grow a firm that's like a Frankenstein of, a, of an RIA firm. Uh, how many times on the show are we going to have these fintech nerds who open up a company and then have no idea how to actually execute it because they don't understand the RIA business? And I've seen this over and over where large asset management and fintech firms, they launch, they have all this hoopla and press, but without distribution, you're not growing shit. Bottom line. I would like to quote the seminal 20th century work, Ghostbusters, by quoting, 
maybe they should stick to academia. In the private sector, they expect results. Where do you get this shit? Well, the long-awaited rebrand finally arrived with Riskalyze becoming Nitrogen and creating the industry-first growth platform. Underrated or overrated? This is properly rated, and we violated every term that we agreed on in terms of never taking calls from industry CEOs. Uh, Aaron Klein reached out, and he wanted to explain to us the, uh, about the rebrand and, and you know the the thought process behind it. And it was helpful actually to take that call because we 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 still have the same opinion, uh, but I, th- I think we better understand the reasoning from them. And I'm going to tee it off to you after I say this one thing. As a CMO and a branding expert and the branding expert at Potomac, your thoughts uh, you know carry a lot more weight here than me. One of the things that I was always concerned about was that the, and this is a compliment to them, the Riskalyze brand was so good. Uh, you, you knew what Riskalyze was about. They had a great logo and branding and through great conferences, it, it, it seemed to work really well, which maybe is the reason why they were pigeonholed for whatever reason. So uh, I don't know. I, I can go on and on, but what do you have to say? You, we could we could argue this forever. The The reality is they did it. And now that they've done it, they've got to make the most of it. And I think they're off to a pretty good start. They're going to have to be very careful because... They seem to be playing in this, can we have the best of both worlds sort of scenario where they are, you know, calling themselves the maker of Riskalyze and they're selling risk number t-shirts, which I thought we were trying to get away from being pigeonholed as the risk number. So mm, you got to be careful. They, they, but, you got to pull the, pull the bandaid off if you, you've already done so much and I, and I think they did a really good job it, people don't understand how much work it takes to change not just your logo oh. but your name and everything and and everything and then be able to do it in a way where you pull the curtain back you manage to keep it a secret you manage to put on a great launch announcement event and and get everybody talking about you because you know most of what I had to say I wrote in a blog uh, that we'll link to here but the, the one piece I'll pull out of that is a, a quote from Mad Men, which is, if you don't like what people are saying, change the conversation. And that's what they've managed to do. So I wish them all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that will do it for this episode of Industry Gossip for all of us here at Potomac. I'm Johnny Bravo, along with Indian Fellowship of the Rings. We'll see you back next time. Potomac Fund Management is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This information is prepared for general information only and should not be considered as individual investment advice nor as a solicitation to buy or offer to sell any security. This material does not constitute any representation as to the suitability or appropriateness of any investment advisory program or security. Please visit our disclosure page, potomacfund.com disclosures, for more information. 
Potomac does not make any representation or warranties as to the accuracy, timeliness, suitability, completeness, or relevance of any information prepared by any unaffiliated third party, whether linked to the Potomac website or incorporated herein, and takes no responsibility for any of this information. The views of Potomac are subject to change, and Potomac is under no obligation to notify you of any changes. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that the future performance of any specific investment or investment strategy will be profitable or equal to any historical performance level.